Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Create, Build, Manage, the Entrepreneur's Toolbox. Here's your host, Scott Miller. TGIM. Thank God it's Monday. That's a trend I want to start. And the people, the crew here, they laugh at me when I when I say that because we we focus so much on Fridays, but there's so many opportunities to Monday. We hope you had a great Monday today on this June 27th, 2022. On this day in history, it was 1950 that President Truman ordered forces to Korea. Of course, that started the Korean War, which just a little tidbit, the series MASH actually lasted longer than the official Korean War. Bet you didn't know that. 1985 was when Route 66, or as we say in Texas, Route 66, was declassified by the American Association for State Highway and Transportation Officials. Sad day officially taken away Route 66. Hey, we got a great show for you on this Monday. We're going to discuss how to put empathy into action. What is a fractional chief marketing officer and how can that role help your business? We're going to meet a CEO that's opening doors for women in traditionally male-dominated careers. A mother-daughter entrepreneur team is in studio tonight to discuss their lemonade business and tips on helping you look your best. Do you have a birthday coming up? We already got past Father's Day, but do you have a special occasion coming up day? May I recommend this book? Whoop, covered it up there. There we go. Media Matters, how to leverage the media to grow your business is still available for you. Get you ready for the fall to learn how to use media to grow your business. Go to MediaMattersBook.com and check it out. MediaMattersBook.com. Stick around. This is Create, Build, and Manage Daily. Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dr. Natalie Pettahoff is a change creator and an aha moment maker. She's also the chief empathy evangelist at Genesis, and she joins us via Zoom tonight. Welcome to the show. Hi, great to see you. Absolutely. No, thank you. Uh, describe your role as chief empathy evangelist. That sounds like a fun title. It is a really fun title. Um, my job is to help companies really transform how they look at two assets, employees and customers, and see them in a new way so that they really deliver the business value that they can. Makes sense. And there's been a lot of, historically, a lot of focus on the customer. We've heard customers always right. What I found interesting, uh, Dr. Natalie, just looking at your information is how much you, you focus on the employees as well. Do you think there's been a shift to focus more employees in the last year? Well, I think with COVID, I mean, obviously it changed everyone's life to a certain extent. And what it's done in the job market, it's created what you know as the great resignation, uh, the great regret, the great reflection, um, and now the great return. And so I think what we're starting to see is, um, I think COVID created a cause for pause. And a lot of people said, you know, is this really what I want for my life? And they're looking at work and life balance. And it's it's creating an opportunity for, for employees as well as companies to really look at um, the employee experience and the future of work. And what are employees wanting? What are, what are you seeing in your research? You kind of have a pulse on the situation. Because I know there's a lot of business leaders that watch this show that are, are still trying to figure that out. So what insight can you offer on making your, your staff feel more welcome? So I would say that the most important thing to do is to actually ask them. So in the book, we talk about a framework, four pillars, listen, understand, and kind of with that understanding, begin to really see what people want, then take actions that make sense to from the customer and the employee's point of view, and then learn and then repeat and rinse. And I think the difference between what I'm saying and what companies have done. So if you look at uh, large research firms like Forrester or Bain, they do uh, surveys all the time. And what they find is companies think they do this really well, right? The employee or customer experience is great. But when you ask employees and customers, they're like, mm, not so much. And I think the difference really for leaders is to look at it from the employee's point of view 
and ask employees what they want. So I don't know that there's a blanket solution for every single company that's going to work. It actually, I think tailoring it to what your employees are asking for is really key. That makes sense. But there, there is that disconnect that we've seen, as you mentioned, where if you were to ask uh, the C-suite, uh, everything's great. And then you get into the rank and file and they're like, oh, maybe it's not as great as we thought. Shifting gears over to the customer uh, focus, what does uh, being customer focused mean to you? What does that mean specifically when you, when you hear the term customer focused? So what I find really interesting is we're all customers, right? And then there's a bit of amnesia as we go into the workplace and we don't necessarily see the experience from the customer's point of view. So one of the things that I do is often do mystery shopping and I suggest executives go on their website, chat with their chat bots, see if they're getting canned responses that go nowhere or dial their IVR, press one for press two for press 64 for and try and remember all those prompts and which one maybe will get to you, get you where you need to go. And so for me, if experiences end up in dead ends, if you can't really get what you needed or wanted or get your question answered, then it might seem to the company and to executives who are mostly in a cost cutting mindset that what they've constructed is a great experience, but put yourself in the shoes of being a customer of yourself and then try those things out, buy from yourself, return things and really understand what that customer experience is. And then you'll see, you'll start to see some gaps, I think. Very true. And uh, there's a lot of brilliant ideas uh, made out in boardrooms, but then you got to test it out for sure. Uh, your website, by the way, uh, where people can go and find out more information about your book, DrNatalieNews.com, DrNatalieNews.com. That's a website right there. This is where they can pick up your book. Now, talk about the software you guys rolled out during the pandemic that really helped your clients. I thought that was uh, fascinating, uh, the software that you rolled out. So during the pandemic, as you know, it was it was not okay for more than two people to be in the same room, right? Unless you were family. And so what happens in contact centers or centers that serve the customer, customer experience, often there's between 20 and 2,000 to 20,000 people within the same facility. And so what happened was people couldn't go to work or they wouldn't be safe. And so we at Genesis, what we do is we can roll out software to set up a system within 48 hours so that people could actually work from home. And in countries where there wasn't strong infrastructure, what companies did oftentimes was they would rent hotel rooms or large buildings and allow people to have their individual offices. So what was different was normally people go into an office, they get on the, their you know laptop in their cubicle, and then they would start answering interactions, either web or, or phone. And so what we did was we said, look, we're a cloud software company, we can offer this to you and we can set you up very quickly so that your employees can work from home and be able to access the desktop that they normally have at work and you're all set to go. And so this was something that we thought was really important to do because a lot of companies needed a way to be able to answer their customers needed. I mean, a lot of people started online shopping more than ever. So companies really needed this way of being able to connect with their customers and, um, 
we thought it was, we offered the software uh, for free for a couple of months just to help people figure out, you know, how do you reorient your whole business when, you know, you used to have people coming in and, and now that's not feasible. Right. How, how do you, how do you really help a company? And what was great was, um, you know, it, it really did change a lot of companies and the way that they structure work. I love the innovation. And there's a lot of businesses uh, like Genesis that had to pivot and help their clients. And you were doing just that. Got about 30 seconds. You've got the book out. You've got Genesis. Uh, any big news, any other, other things on the horizon for you? Well, we're just, you know, really thankful to be in a position to help companies. And, you know, I, th I think our biggest claim to fame is being able to orchestrate experiences. So think about uh, being the conductor of a, a, a large symphony and you have violins and you have horns and you have the percussion. What we really do is we really orchestrate when to bring in all those instruments That's or good. if you will, technology in this case. That's good. Well, we got to leave it. Song. Yeah, I got to leave it there. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My next guest is helping small business owners by providing fractional chief marketing officers. Clay Spitz is a managing partner of Chief Outsiders and joins us live via Zoom. Clay, welcome to the show. Scott, thank you for having me. It's so nice to be here. Absolutely. For those who don't know, what is a fractional CMO? So, you know, the whole category of fractional executives has grown up over the last dozen years or so. And a fractional chief marketing officer is, in our case, a very experienced senior marketing executive who comes into companies 
part-time and temporary because those companies don't need and often can't afford a full-time executive level chief marketing officer, but they're at a stage in their company where they need that level of thinking. A marketing director is not able to get it done for them. An advertising agency isn't bringing the strategy that they need. And so a chief marketing officer actually sits on the executive team and helps direct the strategy of the company and oversee the execution of the marketing. And they bring years of experience. Clay, how did you uh, decide to launch this business? Because it is fascinating, um, your background in marketing, and you know a lot of people who work in the business as well. What was the catalyst uh, for starting Chief Outsiders? Well, I'm not the founder, but I was one of the very early people in the company. And uh, I, like our founder, was out looking for a new career in between jobs. And uh, uh, he had started the company, Art Saxby started this company in 2009. And uh, there were just a couple of people here when I joined and it looked like a huge opportunity to me. And it's turned out to be that way. When I joined, uh, there were five or six people in the company. Today, we're over 110 full-time chief marketing officers in our firm that we deploy to our clients part-time and temporary. Yeah, it's definitely grown in your time there, uh, for sure. What does the profile look like for an average client? What kind of businesses are you working with on a day-to-day -day basis? You know, our clients are typically from a few million in revenue to a few hundred million in revenue. Uh, the sweet spot is really about between 10 and, and 100 million is where most of our clients are. And part of that profile is they have a desire or a need for growth. They're not happy where they are. They're either static, growing nicely, but not fast enough, perhaps growing well, but know that we're, what they're doing doesn't scale to the next level. And we come in and join, literally join their executive team and help direct the marketing strategy, oversee the execution. We may be hiring people for them, bringing them in full time, overseeing that staff until it's time to turn it over to uh, perhaps a marketing director or VP level person full time. Your website is chiefoutsiders.com. That's where businesses can go to learn a little bit more about the fractional chief marketing officers you offer. You mentioned 110 full-time staff. That's amazing. Now, you guys often refer to this as your tribe. What do you mean by that? You know, one of the things that sets up us apart from many companies of, of any kind is the, the culture that we've built within the firm. We call ourselves a tribe because we are so close knit. We work together. This is not a loose consortium of people that we throw a project to every once in a while. We believe that perhaps the, the biggest thing about us that's attractive to new CMOs who we bring into the company. And when I say new CMOs, all of our people are very experienced senior executives, typically later in their career. So they don't want to go back to corporate jobs but also a huge benefit to our clients is that we are constantly learning from each other. And, and that's the hallmark of our firm is we're teaching each other, we're learning from each other and collaborating. So the culture is what drives this company. 
It makes sense. I mean, listen, you never stop learning whatever your business is. Marketing is, is no exception to that. But just hearing you describe that, Clay, what's, what's brilliant about it is if I'm going to hire one of your CMOs to be a fractional for my company, they're not only executive, but they're tapping into a network of 109 other executives that may feel, you know, they may, there may be trends or things going on that benefits my business, right? You know, marketing is changing so fast, it's impossible for any one person to keep up. We refer to it in today's terms as there is no full stack CMO. What we mean by that is it's just impossible for one person to know everything. So we've solved for that by having a very diverse group of CMOs who cover every part of marketing, a wide variety of industries, and they're constantly helping each other, even doing what we call a peer review, where they're telling other CMOs about the work they're doing and getting feedback and getting suggestions from people even outside of the industry of the client company in order to bring a broader based thinking and new ideas to our CMOs and to our clients. Makes sense, accountability, that's how you grow. Clay, as we mentioned, we do have a lot of businesses that watch the show. So what practical tips would you offer a small business? Maybe they're even below your average client. Maybe they only bring it in one to two million a year and they are they're just lost trying to figure out, do you have any, maybe one or two tips you can give them tonight that would really help them kind of think more clearly on what they need to be doing as it relates to marketing their brand? Well, a couple of things I'd mentioned. One is marketing is a process. We talk about the random acts of marketing that many companies conduct, and it's so tempting to go do a bunch of stuff and hope that what you're throwing against the wall sticks. The biggest tip I have for companies is COVID has changed the way customers think. COVID has changed the way buyers buy, whether they're business buyers or whether they're consumers and you have to understand your customer to start. You also have to understand what makes you unique. What do you bring to the market that's different from your competitors and highlight that and figure out who's your ideal customer and how do you serve them best? That's awesome. So you got 110, you've seen a lot of growth as managing partner. What's next for Chief Outsiders? What do you see your growth as a company? Well, we are expecting to stay on a very fast growth rate. We grew 50% year over year last year. We're a little bit below that this year, but growing very rapidly, hiring new CMOs to come into our firm. And we expect over the next several years for this category in our business to continue to serve clients and help them deal with the changes that are going on in the marketplace and, and adapt to those changes and find more customers and build their businesses. That's awesome. Clay Spitz, thank you for your time tonight. Again, it's chiefoutsiders.com. If that describes you, you own a business and you need to market your business, consider hiring a fractional CMO. Stick around, this is Create, Build and Manage Daily.
My next guest has built a career opening doors for women in traditionally male-dominated industries. She's been the CEO of numerous companies and believes you can have a great home life with endless professional growth opportunities. Pixie Paula, welcome to the show. Hey, Scott, thanks. Absolutely. Such a pleasure to have you. I just want to kind of launch into this because the way your career, just the doors you've opened up, are there more opportunities for women in the workforce today than when you first got started in your career? Uh, I'd like to say yes and no, but the statistics aren't showing that there's enough change. You know, we would expect over the last 20 or 30 years that there would be exponential growth and there just isn't there. It is untapped possibility, though. That's the great news. There's nothing that women cannot do once they put their minds to it and they follow their sole purpose. So it's open territory. Uh, full disclosure, I, I got two girls, so I'm I live in a house full of all women. So I'm 100 percent on board with what you're talking about. Uh, but let's talk about the double standard that still exists for women, whether we're talking about pay or some of the uh, language that's used. The double standard is still there. Women are still having to deal with that. That's absolutely true. Part of it is because we're women, right? And so biologically, we do a few things that our male counterparts can't really assist with. And so a lot of the, um, especially in the childcare area, a lot of the traditional roles that women are just naturally suited for really add to the workload of them trying to compete in the marketplace because we just nurture differently. We show up differently. Our, our viewpoint is so diversified. So it brings a lot of added flavor to any career that a woman steps into. And, and it's unfortunate, but there's double duty to manage from those roles. We should celebrate that though, right? The differences, not try to make it where we're all the it's same. It's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. So you, you own the magazine Skirt, which, by the way, I love the name. So what what do readers find in Skirt? You know, it's we're celebrating just now in June this year, our 28th anniversary of being the first female empowerment magazine out in, in the South. Uh, I can go to on the planet because, you know, you go back three decades. There really weren't very many empowered magazines out there. And just you, so you have a point of reference, I own 12 corporations now, and they're all centered around the opportunities that women have in every industry, in every marketplace. But for Skirt, what drives my messaging is two columns, one called Under the Skirt, and that's what's happening behind the scenes. And then don't skirt the issue. What are the things and the, the topics that we need to cover that may be controversial and off-putting to female voices who want to be heard, who have a resounding message to tell? And that's what Skirt is about. That's awesome. Yeah, no, you, you I love your career because it expands more than just one industry. Uh, you've been doing a lot in the beverage industry. Uh, you also uh, work in ministry and you do a lot in media. So what are you currently working on in terms of your media side of, of your business? What, what's your current project there? 
you know, they really all come together. There isn't a way to separate them because peripherally, they all support all of the businesses. From a media perspective, I'd say the biggest thing I'm working on right now is um, getting my reality TV show uh, pitched and hopefully picked up by a major network this year. So we've been doing a lot of events. We started the American Comedy Guild and have been doing stand-up for the benefit of raising funds. And I'm talking large funds. About a month ago, we raised close to $40,000 on one Saturday evening doing stand-up at the distillery in Charleston, the Stripe Pig Distillery. So putting together all kinds of media projects that entertain and bring value. And um, this one happens to be healing through comedy. And I love that's positive, too, because we talk about on the show all the time. We know we want positive media. That's what we're about at Center Post Media. There's enough enough negative media out there. Right, Pixie? Sure, for sure. Absolutely. There's such inspiration everywhere I go. There's inspirational stories to share. And that's the that's I love being a journalist and being able to be a publisher of a magazine that can share those stories. Yeah, uh, skirt.com, by the way, the website for the magazine, if you want to check out. Now, I, I have to mention this because this is impressive. Mother of nine, you got eight grandchildren. So what advice do you have for their generation? And again, as we've already mentioned, things are still not, you know, there's still a double standard out there. But as you pour into your kids, as you pour into your grandkids, what message do you have for those generations? You know, I have six boys and three girls and still my girls will say, mom, do something, mom, do something. I feel that we can't like let the foot off the pedal for one minute. It's pedal to the metal all the time. And not just it's, you know, it is, it is female issues, but it's also human kindness issues. We're people at heart. And so just generating human kindnesses. If everybody participated as that being their theology, then we wouldn't have these diversity issues. We could all just be united under, you know, the humankind genre that we are. So I'm like, don't, you can't let go. You have to keep fighting for the space. You do. And it just, Pixie, I meet so many great Americans like yourself that have that message, but that's not the message you see on, on media or in pop culture, is it? It's not. And sometimes the media does portray that they're doing so much for women and it makes people forget that we actually have um, a cause to be fighting for. But if you look at the statistics, I just recently read that it's something like uh, out of the, um, 5,000 major Fortune 500 companies that exist in the U.S., less than 10% of them have a leader, a female leader at the helm. So it's still a big skew. And the reason that's so dangerous is because our perspective and our voice is so completely different than the male counterpart. And it's not even female versus male. The more people you can bring to the table and the more diverse your perspective, the, the, the greater your capability is going to be at solving problems. We just need to work at a team. It takes a village. Hey, Pixie, uh, you ever thought about running for, for public office? Is that on your agenda? <laughs> yeah, Pixie for president. That sounds great, right? <laughs> it sure it does. I can see the bumper stickers now. Honestly, we, I'm I'm well open. We've had enough of uh, enough presidents that look like me, uh, you know, mess things up over the years. So Pixie Paula, what a joy to meet you. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing and your and your media as well as your companies and constantly promoting uh, women in business. So we appreciate your time. 
Thank you. Absolutely. Stick around. You are watching Create, Build, and Manage Daily. We're back with more right after this. My next guests are mother and daughter entrepreneurs, Tura and Leah Stewart. Join me in studio tonight. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Which one's the mother? Which one's the daughter? That's you get asked that a lot. <laughs> <I'm the mom>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, born in Detroit. Yes. Moved to Dallas when you were four. Yes. So, what's home for you? Do you claim Detroit or do you claim Dallas? Detroit. Detroit? Oh, no. <laughs> At least you're honest about it. I kind of claim Texas because I love the hot weather. Okay. So, yeah. Don't miss the cold of Detroit. No, I do. You do? Really? <laughs> so do you ever go back to Detroit and visit? Because I'm thinking four. Sometimes. How much do you remember at, at age four? Yeah, we have a lot. We yeah. come back. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm not. We're not going to talk sports with you then. We don't want to make everybody in Texas mad. But our. But we do have affiliates up in uh, up in the Detroit area. So let's talk about this business. What prompted you uh, to start a lemonade business? Um, what prompted me to start this lemonade business was, um, I was bullied in school, and for three years, it was really hard for me to come out about being bullied. So I came up with this business to show who I. Am and to let people know who I really am and to really just be who I am. So that's what I did to start this business, and it's just really it's just really been hard to yeah. from being bullied and to start business, and it's really rare for kids my age to start businesses. So I'm really happy of myself of doing this. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's it's about having a a victor mentality yeah. versus victim. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, mom. She yeah. didn't let the bullying stop her. She, no. you have to be proud about that. I, I'm totally. I am proud because um, she came a long, long way. So. Yeah. So you, st you were 11 years old when you started this. Well, 10. 10. Yeah. Oh, I'm my apologies. <laughs> my apologies. Now I have two daughters. It's okay. I'm not trying to throw my daughters under the bus, <laughs> but when they were 10, they weren't starting businesses. <laughs> so that uh, that is pretty uh, pretty unique. Um, now generosity. Uh, you talk a lot about generosity. Yeah. How important is being generous? Well, generosity is a big part of my business because without being generous. I wouldn't be able to sell to my consumers and my consumers wouldn't trust me if I wasn't nice and kind. And I just think it's so positive energy. I have like a positive mindset towards my consumers. So that's really why generosity is important to me. Mom, is that something that you modeled? Um, yes. Um, I'm very lovable. You know, it's my daughter. And um, every time she sells her lemonade, kids gravitate. Like, can we come home with you? I'm like, no, you can buy the bottle. <laughs> you can get some lemonade. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, so you don't come with the lemonade is what I'm hearing. Right. <laughs> I don't come with it. That's awesome. You brought some uh, samples here. Kind of talk to me about your product and what makes it unique. Because not all lemonade is the same. I mean, I'm looking at this. This is unique uh, lemonade here. 
Well, what makes my lemonade unique is I add fresh fruit and it's all natural. And what I do is I sell it in bigger cups and like larger bottles. And it's like really, it's a good satisfaction taste. When you taste it, you'll get like the thirst. Like it will, it will quench your thirst. You won't be thirsty no more. So that's what's, what's unique about my business and my lemonade. So it's different. It's really different. And it comes in all different sizes and colors and different flavors. And they all taste different and good. So. Do you enjoy the process of creating? Yes, it's it's really fun. I, I just enjoy like making lemonade. It's so fun. Like it's, I don't know, it's just like, it's something I do. It's just something I really like to do. It's not even a hobby. It's just a passion. That's awesome. That's <laughs> yeah. very cool. Most people, I mean, I'm in my 40s. Most people <laughs> still don't know their passion uh, for sure. What's your favorite flavor, Mom? Do you have a favorite um, one? I love strawberries. Strawberries. Is that yes. this one right yes, here? Yes, I, I love strawberries. Oh, it's strawberries. closest to you. Okay, well, yeah. of course. There you yeah. go. And um, that's very good. So you source, you you from scratch you're making everything yes all natural resources yes that's very cool and where do you uh, your website by the way is is it leahmonet.com yes leahmonet.com and we got it pulled up right there it's a great looking website is this where most people purchase your product is yes. through the website um, well we um, normally um, have vendor events oh okay so we go to the event so my daughter has an event coming up um, at Raising Cane in Plano let's talk about um, that I love May Raising Cane May the 7th okay which to Saturday um, right. from one to seven. Uh, it's National Lemonade Day, so you're going to see that. a lot of kids selling lemonade. So yeah. that's probably why they booked you on the show. They knew that was coming <laughs> up. That's awesome. So National Lemonade Day. Yes, and it's on 15th Street. I don't know exact the address okay. um, by heart, but it's um, right in Plano, Texas. Okay. Well, I, I, I did see that information on your Instagram yes. page, yeah. so that you can go to Instagram page, and we had that up on the screen as well. Mm -hmm. Do you get a lot of feedback from your customers? Yes, I really do. I think. My customers, they give me like, like, well, approval feedback. Like, I take really good judgment and I really take criticism and I can understand point of views, like different point of views. So like, when my customers give me like feedback, I can take it and like, they really can explain it to me. Like, okay, this is what the problem, this is. And I have like, I make my own decisions. So like, when I see that, they are tend to buy more of my product. And not only buy my product, but also support me. So like, when they see that, I'm really able to take feedback at like 16 they will really be like yeah I want to buy from her she's really good <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome mom what were you doing at 16 is this uh... <laughs> I was working at a, a recreation department community service okay. so I was trying to graduate from high school <laughs> right and get my community service out the way I wasn't working at the time at 16 I was right. focused on community service and getting yep. those hours in <laughs> there you go there you go so what is next for you because is this a business you want to own for yes. a long time yeah yeah but I also does I don't also does like other things. Like I'm multi-talented. I can sing, dance, act. Really? Yes. Yeah, so really I can't do any of that. <laughs> and I also played the trombone for five years. Of course you do. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about what you can do, right? <laughs> and she's a social media manager, yes. so she helps build um, your social media platform as well. She does oh, that. And so you are a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. Who's uh, other than your mom? Who's your role model? Um. Who do you want to be? 
You, I mean, the CEO. I mean, I mean, you want my job? Okay, awesome. That was great. <laughs> That's great. Well, listen, I, uh, you know, stick around long enough, and it's yours. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, the website again, LeoMonet.com. Uh, what a great story. I, my last question for you: Got about sixty seconds. There are a lot of young viewers who watch the show. Mm-hmm. What advice would you offer them who maybe they're maybe they're ten, maybe they're eleven, and they and they're thinking about starting their own business what advice would you give them my advice would be don't stop keep going and don't try to think it's different don't try to like don't try to just because it's different don't mean you don't do it like I think you should do it and go for it and I can do it you can do it so please just take this advice (laughs) thank you that's awesome you know one of the questions I I like to ask is what would you tell your younger self but you're there you're you're there so uh, that's awesome thank you so much for coming in here and letting us take a look at the different lemonades and we'll try to see if you can get out of here without us stealing that uh, I don't know no, no promises stick around you're watching create build and manage daily we'll be back right after this Studies show the first thing people notice about you is your smile. Dorisha George is the owner of Boss Smile, and she joins me in studio tonight. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. Absolutely. I love the name. Did you come up with that? I did. It took me a while. Yeah? Um, I was trained under someone, and she goes by uh, Caleb Bright. What is her? Right. It's like white smiles or something like that, bright smiles. So I was trying to come up with something that was like something with a smile because I wanted people to know that this is to enhance your smile. Right. So um, I consider myself a boss because I am an entrepreneur. So I was like, let me give it a twang. So I sat at home for probably like two days and I wrote down all these names and then it came to me, Boss Smile. Boss Smile. I like it because it kind of, not only does it talk about what you do, but kind of has a little bit of a, can I say a little attitude to it? Like it's, I'm going to own this smile, right? I like that. I like that. Well, what is the connection between having a a great smile and, and feeling secure? Because there's a lot of people that don't have a great smile and it does affect you, right? That's true. So I grew up, as you see, I have braces now. So I always had a crooked smile. I was very um, insecure about my smile. Right. I, when we took pictures, I, I would do the half smile thing where right. I didn't show my teeth sure. or whatever. But then I, when I went to go get my braces, my doctor told me, like, I don't know why you're so insecure about your teeth. You have beautiful teeth. Mm. So then once I started seeing my teeth transition, I was like, you know what? Now it's my turn to make other people feel confident in their smile you know i'm not a dentist i can't fix your smile but i can't brighten your smile sure so i was like it's time to help other people feel confident you know usually you don't see too many women in the field on their own doing 
teeth whitening, you know, getting kits out for people so they can do it at home. So I was like, it's time for me to help other people be confident in the way that they smile. And I love it because it's it was that personal pain mm -hmm. point for you. That's true. That really drove you to want to do this. So it's more than just a business. It's it is, a passion. It's for a you. passion. It's, it's definitely a passion. When I first started and took the training, I was like, I'm going to love this. This is going to be something that I know that I can make a business out of. So once I took my training, it took me about four months. Then I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and open up my business. I got customers. I got people interested. I got people who want to do the training. I got people who want to know what, why, how did I even get to where I'm going? So right. I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and open this business. And ever since since then, it's been a beautiful thing. That's awesome. So you opened up in August. Yes. And uh, we were talking just before how that first year is always the hardest. The first year is the yeah, hardest. Yeah, but talk about uh, people you've been able to help. They came in, they were, you know, listen, I love coffee. I drink an occasional soft drink. All that messes with your mm -hmm. with your whitening of your teeth. So talk about some success stories, how you've been able to help some people. So I have a lot of people I got this one client that comes to me all the time and she tells me like I would meet people and they'd be like your teeth is so white how'd you get your <laughs> teeth that white and she's like oh I go to my friend at Boss Mile so I do know that the technique that I use the products that I use it does enhance the tooth enamel you know if you have weak enamel it's going to take us a couple tries but we're going to get your teeth white so I have a lot of success stories I have a lot of people that'll tell you even my at home kits I get orders online all the time and people will send me screenshots and videos of mm. how they went from an S14 to a S8 to a S6. So, you know, there's different teeth shades of your teeth. Okay. And the worst teeth shade is a S24. Okay. So if you're gotcha. an S24, it's going to take you a couple times, a couple sure. weeks, you know. But once you get to that S16 and that S12, you're like, oh my God, my teeth, like you have to weaken the enamel. So I have a lot of people who send me videos all the time like, oh my God, I didn't, I didn't even know my teeth was this dark. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I have a lot of people who love that I even put this out there. That's awesome. Your website is Boss Smile S. That's smiles and that's mm -hmm. xx.com. Yes, I want to make sir. sure I get that right. Boss yes, smiles xx.com. We're taking a look at it right there. This is where they can go and book an appointment. Can they also order your uh, home kit there yes. on your website? So I have home kits and then I have merch. So the shirt that I have. Oh, on, there you go. I sell these two. You think I would look good wearing that t shirt? Of course. I should have brought you one. I thought about <laughs> it when I pulled up. I said, I didn't bring a kit. I didn't bring a shirt. Nothing. I just came. But yes, yes. Awesome. They can go on there. They can get a kit. I can get it delivered right to your front door and they can also buy a shirt i have small to extra large so i have all different sizes so yes sir they can go to www.bossmiles.com and get their merch and their kits there and you go they can book their appointment now you mentioned uh research a lot of research has to go into to your field probably ongoing research right so when i started I didn't even know that this was a lot to know about teeth whitening. So the training took four hours, but in those four hours, there was very detailed things that I didn't know prior to me starting the teeth whitening class. Right. So now that I have learned about the enamel, how to break the enamel, how long it takes to break the enamel, the so a lot of people use hydrogen peroxide on their teeth. Right. You know, they think that that's healthy, but the hydrogen peroxide 
dioxide actually does not break the enamel. It makes the enamel worse. Mm -hmm. So you're only supposed to use one specific type of peroxide. And I don't want to give out the special ingredient. Of course, of course. But that specific. But the over-the-counter stuff's not what you need to be using. It's not. Because if you look at the uh, ingredients, a lot of the teeth whitening has hydrogen peroxide. I know a lot of older women and older men who gargles hydrogen peroxide thinking that that's keeping their teeth white, but it's actually breaking the enamel. Um, So... It was a lot of things. That's, no, that's good. I know that's good. Though. So that's when good I to go know. to order from overseas, you have to be very specific on what you want them to put inside of your teeth whitening gel because they will send you gels with the hydrogen peroxide and you will know the difference. You will know when you have hydrogen peroxide and when you have this this specific peroxide because when you do you know come and get your teeth whitening right. and we sit you up under the light, we can see the difference of how it whitened it, but then with the hydrogen peroxide, it didn't whiten it. Mm. So it's a lot you have to learn. There you go. Yeah. How, how many, how often should someone get treatments? So. Because again, I drink coffee every day, so. So the thing is with that, so say you drink coffee, you smoke, mm-hmm. you ate spaghetti today, a piece of, you drank some red wine. Rinse your mouth every time. Okay. Because the particle sits on your teeth, and that's what, you know, you talking all day, then you turn around, you eat, and then it's just sitting on your teeth. You haven't rinsed your mouth or anything, just a little swig or something. It's not, you have to actually get you, you know, your own little personal little bottle of Listerine, put it in your okay. purse or your bag. There you go. So every time you eat and drink. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The website, again, bosssmilesxx.com. A lot of good information, a lot of practical mm-hmm. tips. Really appreciate that. <laughs> Stick around. This is the Create Bill. Golden Manage Daily Show. Well, I think everyone has been a part of tonight's show. So many people behind the scenes that line up our great guests. I say it all the time. The guests are the star of the show. And certainly tonight was no exception. Ryan Rains is on vacation. Stephanie is in the house. Stephanie, are you having fun? I'm having a blast. You're having a blast. So <laughs> if I can put on my mic, I'm having a blast. There you go. So I'm trying to get this started. You're one of the ones laughing. I mean, TGIM. Thank God it's Monday. We I'm should be excited. With you? Maybe at you sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, listen, I get it. The weekends are, you know, living for the weekends, all that kind of stuff. But I just think there's so many opportunities in business mm. that when you're in business, you get to the weekend, it's like, you know, particularly in our line of work, we do B2B sales, not much action happening on the weekend. So, yeah, it's great. It's good. I think rest is action too. It is. <laughs> it is. Listen, I spent I spent the weekend hanging out by the pool. Did you? Uh, got got a smoker a for Father's color. Day. Got a smoker for so for the first time. Smoked <laughs> some you know some ribs and some sauce. Listen, I was living the great life this weekend. I was having. You were fun. smoking the ribs. I was with some mesquite. That's exactly right. When in Rome, right? When in Texas, it's got to be mesquite mesquite that you smoke it with. So true flavor. There you go. So, what about you? Did you have a good weekend? I did. I'm dog sitting like a poodle oh, mix, so I got okay. all the fluffy cuddles. There you go. Good for the mental health. There especially. you go. 
Got to get the puppies. So see, you come in Monday. You're all excited. So yes. it's all good. Hey, great show. Thank you, Stephanie, for all your work. And thank you for tuning in tonight. We know there's a lot of different shows you can watch. So we appreciate you spending your evening with us right here on Create, Build, and Manage Daily. Hey, the fun does not stop with the show. We've got America Trends coming up later. But up next is my friend Soli and the whole crew from The Big Biz Show right here on Biz TV. Thank you.